Blog Talk Radio. Beachfronters 
are my nickname for all the uh, very wealthy people who live here on the beaches of the Hawaiian Islands. And this is where we broadcast from, from the Hawaiian Islands. And um, I give a, a full chant down to the, the beachfronters today. Uh, the reason why is some friends of mine decided to attend a community meeting. And um, they decided to go because there's some big issues on Oahu's North Shore. And they decided to, you know, kind of listen in on what people are saying. And the people who actually had the strongest voice and cut everybody else off were these beachfronters, and um, well, they're trying to run the community, and they, of course, can get backing by the police, and uh, well, they try to have a say in everything. They they uh, they have this this way of life that they think that um, needs to be here on the Hawaiian Islands. But the truth and reality is, a lot of these people are not even from here. Um, a lot of them are California implants. People that have a lot of money that decided to move to Hawaii and make it their paradise, while us locals suffer and have to make a living every day. A living, we'll talk about that in a minute. But yes, um, so it's time that they get called out because um, you know what? These people really don't have a grip on reality with their four to ten million dollar homes on the beach, and they're trying to uh, make this Hawaii theirs. When you know they forget about the word Hawaii and what it actually is and who lived here first, the native Hawaiian people. And um, yeah, well, the native Hawaiian people are the indigenous people here. And I bet you any of these people, uh, if a Hawaiian person, a true Kanaka Maoli, knocked on the door of these people's homes, they wouldn't even know a true Hawaiian person if they saw them and saw one in their face. And um, so really what, what it is, is, is boils down to is the fact that these people need to uh, get off their high horse. They don't know what it's like to struggle, especially in the Hawaiian Islands, which are probably about, the, I think, the very most expensive place on average to live in the United States. While there is the very rich, there's also the very poor, the locals, the people who are from here who have been struggling for generations, trying to make a living at these hotels and this visitor industry, making very low wages compared to the high cost of living. So they're complaining about all the tour buses coming by, and we do have to chant down the tour buses too and the exposure of the Hawaiian Islands. But at the same time, these people deserve a much bigger chant down and chastisement, may I say Chantisement, make a new word up for the day here. And, uh, yeah, you know, the only time that a big Hawaiian guy is going to come to your door is when the food runs out on this island. If it runs out and we were trapped from, um, uh, cut off from supply of the rest of the world, I would believe that they'd be coming to your door. Why? Because you guys have the biggest refrigerators. And trust me, Polynesian people are the biggest people you're going to meet on Earth. Um, you know, some of them probably can pick up your little cars, your little your little uh, uh, electric cars, and probably roll them into the beach. So um, what I've given out today is a chant down to the beachfronters. And um, they finally need to get chanted down. And that's just how we do. Um, sometimes we have to call out our brothers and sisters who are lost. And the correction is these people need to be humbled. And that's the important thing is to remember where you're at, who you are, and get chanted down. So uh, you get a full chant down, beachfronters, and a full spanking. And uh, 
And also, I would like to, you know, give a, a extended dial tone dum, to the people of the beachfront communities of the Hawaiian Islands who try to make their uh, their little paradise here in Hawaii. All right, so that was my little venting for the day, a chant down chastisement. And that's just what we're going to do sometimes on the show. It's not that I'm trying to promote um, anger, but the people do need to be called out, and so that's what we do. All right. Well, enough on that. Just had to vent a little bit because sometimes I do get angry, and um, the anger is a map. Anger shows you a map, and if you use the energy right, it can be put in a positive form. All right, so that's all we do here. So, yeah, well, let's get into our solution. Um, you know, I I could go on and on about all the problems in the world, and I think so many shows already have that I'm feeling that the need to give solutions is much uh, more appropriate. And, of course, we will go over problems on this. Uh, but the solutions, if we can give them, are, are maybe the most, definitely the most important thing. You know, we can talk about the New World Order and the control system and our situation, and we will, and it's appropriate, but we also try to offer as many solutions. And I feel like the journey home, the journey out there and in there are the most, some of the most important uh, ways to wake up to life. So on this show, we're trying to offer solutions as much as possible. That doesn't always mean that we shouldn't talk about the problems we don't have solutions to. Uh, we talked about on previous shows, uh, the big New Age cop-out is that we should never look at the negative. And, um, you know, I, w- I was brought aware to that more fully by a talk show host named Mark Passio. And, again, I, I've uh, said this on a previous show. Check out his eight-hour-long lecture about the um the new age the guy's brilliant i really i really admire his his way of 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 chanting down the system as well so you know um in episode two we had our our good brother sun talk on and he and one of his quotes um on the show was ignoring it is not a way to solve the problems Exactly. It's going to still stay there, and we cannot just, like, meditate it away. It doesn't really work that way. That's just not how you solve problems. So we need to look at the complete picture and embrace the light and the dark in order to see, you know, the full the full picture. So we um, need to be awake to know what to do is kind of what I'm trying to say here, I guess. But, uh, you know, one of the ways – to be awake and to know more is the journey, the journey that most have not been on. And uh, most don't really think about the journey, even though it is very simple a lot of the times. The journey is a very important solution and one of my top solutions um, that I'm going to offer on this show. But so first, I think we need to ask the appropriate questions before just deciding to go um, into the the journey here and and you know one of them like you know where is home are you are you at home is that home um do you feel like you belong to this world this civilization is this where you belong uh, um are you is are you making living a real life you know are are you living real life um are you making a living are we really experiencing life are you satisfied 
you know, these are questions that, that we, we need to kind of seek the answers to. And a lot of people will ignore it. And if you want to ignore it, well, don't listen to the show because um, we're going to go over this kind of stuff and try to flesh it out. That's what we do here, though. We chant it down. So, yeah, if you are one that sees the truth, is a truth seer and hopefully a speaker, you know the answers to these questions at least somewhat. You know, it's about asking the deeper questions, like Suntalk said in episode two. You know, asking the deeper questions about reality. You know, like where is home? Where is home? You know, these these houses we live in. Uh, you know, these little cubicles are are these places of our heart and soul? I mean, do these homes satisfy our natural instincts? You know, there is an important thing about, you know, being at home and feeling that feeling like, ah, I can just rest after my work day and I can I can get in a zone safely. And I, I do enjoy that. And I'm not saying we should be homeless, but I do say that, um, you know, you've got to ask the question, do you feel like you live life in them? You know, memories are important, and I, I've grown up, and in, in, I've lived in a lot of places. I've lived in a lot of houses, and, and each one, you create your own memories. So I'm not, I'm not totally um, destroying the fact of living in a home, but I'm talking about being trapped within a home and being trapped and stay there. And, yeah, uh, you know, memories are important, but do you ever want to adventure out? Do you have that curiosity? You know that that's so. Where where is home to you? you? Have you really even been there? Have you been to your heart and soul home? I guess that's the question I should be asking. And is it where you feel like you belong? Do you feel like that's where you belong? Do you belong to this civilization? You feel like wow, this is where I need to be. This is who I am, and I identify with everything around me. And this is my heart and soul. Some people really do feel that way, but have they really asked the deeper questions? Have they really seen truth and reality? Yeah, well, I don't. I really don't think so. But is it? Do you feel like you belong to it, or is it just a comfort zone? And and that that is uh, that is a a uh, really important thing to think about too. Is comfort zones are not necessarily where we need to be you know though that is our 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 area where we feel safe but not all the time is feeling safe necessarily a good thing opening up to the universe opening up to the creator and the miraculous ways of life allows you to let go and so we're going to get into that of course you know are you is is making a living real life is it are you you know making a living? Are you getting up every day? I mean, I consider it making a dying, and you might consider that negative. Um, some people maybe will, but really the reality is you are you're you're making a living. You're trying to supply yourself with money so you can keep perpetuating living in a world where it's just like scarcity, and. Uh, it kills precious time in our lives, lives that we could be living with our loved ones, um, spending lots of time with them and and enjoying life with and slowing down the time. I mean, time is a trap, and at the Gregorian time table or calendar, all that, we are so stuck in, you know, and it, and it's like we forgot how to use the right instincts to that, that are natural in the natural world. 
But, yeah, time, that's what I feel like has really been taken from us. And money is survival, but time is so important. So making a living, is it is making a living real life? You know, um, focused on the routine, get up in the morning, eat your breakfast, drink your coffee, get in your car, drive to work. In the case of Honolulu here, we have the actual worst traffic in the United States, um, L.A. and us battle back and forth. We have the longest waiting time in a vehicle. So you imagine on a little island, we're so crowded here, um, everybody stuck in their car. So I see that on a daily, you know, and I do this too. And it's it's pretty crazy. You know, you're in your car, you're waking up, all groggy. Then you do your, your, your daily work, and that can get really mundane and boring. And then you come home, and then you, a lot of people watch television, so it can tell them a vision, tell a vision of programming, and then you go to sleep. And there's a perpetual cycle. You get those two days off to kind of catch up on the rest of the things, your chores and everything, and go back to sleep. So how is that living? How is that being alive and experiencing this planet? I, I just don't feel that way. And I know that a lot of my close brothers and sisters also do not feel that way. Um, the reason why is it doesn't satisfy our natural instincts. And the more we invest in the system, the less grounded we are and the less time we have to get grounded and centered. And, you know, I know that there's people that actually do love their jobs. They actually have a life where they they've, they created a job, a niche, and they love it, and that is okay in a in a sense it is okay because at least they've they've they are part of that but i know that like 95 percent of people hate their jobs they hate going every day and they're sick of it and uh can't blame them at all you know so and and you know making a living like we're making a living we're living are we really living i mean um, you know, and I think that that it's important to realize. You know, if you live in a safe place and you're you're um, you're you're able to uh, handle life and 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 it, your loved ones are safe, sure that is important. But are you really living life? You know, um, this this civilization, this system, it insults us in ways we shouldn't even be taking personal. We shouldn't be taking personal the ways that someone says like for example that you're not doing your job good enough even though you're trying your hardest and you know to compartmentalize you know an employer actually had the nerve to tell me when I was going through a crisis to compartmentalize just compartmentalize and and deal deal with that after work well that's not reality and that's not life and I hate that and um, I'm going to focus a lot on this on this on this topic on the show, you know, actually going to work, that is something a lot of people and even researchers that I really respect out there don't fully um, focus on is just the fact that we are daily slaves. And if you don't like how that sounds, I'm sorry, but it's just the way it is. It's um, it's the truth. And, um, you know, it, we stand by our slavery and even defend it. And that's the crazy thing about it is we will people are actually willing to kill for their 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 reality which they're not even happy in but I guess they just don't know any better and I understand that too I try to be understanding and not polarize 
you know, uh, people, you know, the sheeple, the systemites from the awake people, because I understand we're all on our own little paths and we all have our own starting points. But it is, for me, a job here to wake people up and uh, wake people out of, out of their, their slumber because the time is important here. And this time I'm talking about is the time that um, Earth is on right now and to really wake up to the full effect. And people get lost in the fluff. Yeah, they get lost in in the fluff. I think that is that is the you know it's the entertainment. And of course we need this entertainment. We need we need to uh, uh, decompress from a stressful day. And I I love movies that are good. I love um, leisure and 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 you know getting out and. And, and you know, getting a little taste of that, but the fluff has taken over, you know, the devices, getting attached to material items. Like Double A said in um, Episode 3, the Schmeagel effect, he called it, you know, my precious, you know, these, these items that we are so attached to that we can't live without. Oh, my iPhone, oh, my digital stuff, and everybody's stuck in there and not really focusing on the big picture. And we can enjoy those things, sure, we can have them, but being attached to them, and what happens if um, all electricity, all satellites shut off? What are you going to do? You know, where are you then? So it's always important to remember and not have the Schmeagel effect with all of our, our belongings. Oh, my new car, oh, my house, you know. Those are great things and the benefits of living in life, I suppose. But, again, making a living, uh, living in life, uh, not really, no. Those are the those are the benefits. Um, as I forget who quoted this, but it was like uh, you know, the best kind of slavery is the type that has benefits. So you you can uh, you know not feel like you're fully enslaved, and that's why they give us a two day work weekend. So you just get that break enough to feel like okay, but you know you got to go back to the the reality again. And you know people say going back to reality. Well, anyway. So, yeah, making a living, we're going to focus a lot on that show. But what I'm trying to do here is, is just kind of break down the life we're living in and show you what we can do as a solution here. Are we really experiencing life? You know, do we know what it's like to eat f- from the from the earth, food that's grown on the earth? When was the last time some people, maybe never, have picked something off a tree and eaten it? You know, something that's attached to the nutrient source. Um, when was the last time? And and do we know what it's like to grow from the earth and survive fully on the earth? I don't. I'm I'm not perfect at all, and I'm I'm not up in here on a high horse either on this show. I'm just clearly stating a few things here. You know what what is it like to you know actually do that? And we don't know. And uh, this are we really experiencing life? You know, does doesn't progress us in a spiritual link we with the Creator. That's an important thing I think too. Is is um, we are not really experiencing life because we are not in this work reality getting a link with our Creator. Whether whatever you want to put a label on religion, God, what whatever, um, or just the, if you're just a spiritual person, you know. But there is a high.
that, that mean well, and they, they try their best. But money does keep us captive, and, and I think we need to really chant that one down fully. Chant it down. That's what we do here on the show. And, you know, and we're always providing ourselves with this life. You're not allowing the creator in. We're always providing for us. Make I, I believe, you know, that that works. The creator and, and the divine work a lot slower than our reality. It, it takes time for... Uh, a fruit to grow on a tree. Oh, so it also takes time for the miraculous. We don't allow it. We don't allow it. We, we're, we're stuck in this fast-paced go, 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 and so we don't make room for that. And, you know, so that's like I, I don't feel like we're really experiencing life and, and finding our true purpose. So are you satisfied? Are you just satisfied with this reality? I suppose if you're listening to Chant It Down Radio, you probably aren't, or you would have turned it off by now or just thought I was some nut or whatever. Um, that's fine. You know, I don't really care. But um, are, are you satisfied? I really don't think too many people are satisfied. So where do we look? You know, Where do we go? Where do we go for um, – refuge or a model where do we go for a model to look at and say well how do you live on planet earth how do you experience real life well i'm going to always take it back on this show to the nomadic hunter gatherers the people that actually did know how to live on planet earth and um you can take history back and you can see a lot of tribal war and a lot of lot of um things that were unjust and i call out any culture and any type of people that are not obeying our our natural rights and so yeah a whole civilization can be wrong and if it was a headhunter culture for example yeah that is wrong you're not supposed to kill your brothers and sisters and eat them you know but that um, I'm not talking about. I'm talking about the original Earth people. There were people that lived on this planet, tribes that lived on this planet for thousands of years, and they really lived very simple, and they actually knew how to live on the Earth and with the Earth. And they lived, knew how to live on this Earth peacefully and live with the planet. And, and you know, um, these Earth people, not many even are... are um, of course, around any longer, but even in the older world, they were taken over by a newer world. And I'm not talking about the New World Order. I'm actually talking about um, conquerors, war cultures. So um, I'm talking about the original people. Uh, today in the world, well, there's only a few. Uh, some of the important peoples, like the Hadzabe of, the, of uh, I think it's Nigeria, could be wrong on that. No, not Nigeria, uh, Tan Tanzania. I think that's where the last of the Hadzabi people live, a nomadic tribal gatherer, or the uh, the sand people, or better known as the Bushmen of the Kalahari, the deep Kalahari Desert. Very few live this way anymore. But these are remnants of the Earth people. Here in the Hawaiian Islands, we had the Minihuni. The Minihuni were not the Hawaiians as of today. They were the original settlers thought to be from the Marquesas Islands, a smaller statured hunter-gatherer types who came here um, before the Tahitian settlers came in and wiped them out. The Tahitians were um, about uh, huge people, about seven foot almost average, men and women, wiped out the second 
the first settlers. And that same pattern happened uh, in Tahiti, only they had the Manahuni. Very similar story. Um, you can take that with my people, too. Uh, my 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 ancestry does go back to New Zealand, and um, the before the Maoris were the Moriores. And these were peaceful people. They th- These are the people that lived on the earth, and they were just hunter-gatherers. Simple life. They knew how to live with the planet. They had no government or leaders, egalitarian. They were they were completely without all that kind of control system. And, um, you know, I've said on this show in the beginning that I don't believe in leaders and rulers and governments. And that is, that is uh, um, you know, a big trick on, on all of our minds. And these people lived fine without it. They had no currency. They didn't need such a thing. And, and often, no permanent dwelling place. And so that gets me right into this whole journey I'm talking about. They had no ownership of the land, and they worked far fewer hours and enjoyed leisure time. Most ate well, very healthy, fought very little because they were living in the rhythm of the earth. And these are the earth people I'm talking about, the originals. So... You know, I I think that's our our model here um, to look at, and maybe we can't totally return to that, but it's a model to see where people should be and where we're at now comparison. So that brings us to the journey. So what, what is the journey? The journey is going out and, well, quitting all this is, is probably not really a, realistic way of course not you know it's just inevitable you quit your job and you don't have a place to live anymore you go out and most people can't even do the journey um they're locked into family and 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 jobs they have to have to survive and i totally understand that but the journey can be many types of journeys and uh the journey home is the journey to your soul and we can do you know like there are many different types of road trips Road trips are, are really good um, just to drive out in the open country. I, I believe, you know, not just going from city to city, but you can, but also getting in touch with nature along the way, that's, that's a really important thing. Uh, extreme journeys, backpacking trips. Backpacking is, is not for everybody, especially if you're not in tune with your body and you, you've been real lazy and sitting at a desk all day. You're going to really get a workout, that's for sure, but carrying everything you need into the forest, the deep forest, and, and camping and just surviving like that. Trust me, if you do those journeys, you go out there, you're not going to want to come back after a while. You're going you're gonna to let this, this whole control system just kind of slip away from you and just realize, wow, this is amazing. Of course, you're going to run out of food because we don't know how to survive out there, but it's a nice little refuge. Synchronicity trips. That's another journey that um, is a very important one. And I'm going to get, um, may not be the very next show, but coming up, Freeman Fly. Freeman is an important um, activist and researcher. If you don't know who Freeman is, you've got to check him out. Uh, his website is freemantv.com. He's going to come on the show, and he's going to share with us stuff about synchronicity journeys as well he has a lot to say about that and actually um when i listened to him i was like i was like wow he knows what i was always thinking about but he put it in better words so he's coming on the show and we're going to discuss this in an in a continuation of the journey home 
but synchronicity journey, going out and, and just not even really having any real like aim and letting go, letting letting uh, the universe provide for you, letting letting that happen. And and sometimes you know you just get in these journeys, and and it's scary to just kind of let go and do it. But you meet the right people, and and you just you start to really have this this faith in the miraculous and and hitchhike um that's not safe in a lot of places in the u.s or the world uh but if you are in a safe place um you know i've done it on the outer hawaiian islands this place hawaii oahu nah, not so much but the other islands yeah you can you can hitchhike and someone will pick you up and hopefully they're cool but you never know but that's just it you never know but you go out and you meet interesting people and you get perspectives and you go where you need to go and having no purpose for a little bit that's important not you know just having no particular aim to the journey and let it provide for you no expectations so synchronicity trips deep journeys go go into a deep valley and go into a epic spot where the indigenous used to survive and just let your let the everything just slip away and, and then of course there's the inner journeys that's going to be for another day another time but the inner journeys the the inner trip the the uh psychedelic um ride which is is uh we'll get into you know that's an important one too i think though also by getting out on these these trips and talking about the the outer journeys we we uh we get to experience a lot more and sort of tap into that world a little bit because the world is a lot stranger and a lot crazier and more amazing than we ever knew. But you would never know if you don't escape the nine to eight to five reality. It's not nine to five. It's eight to five. People work longer than that. International travel too. Uh, very important to do that. I think because international travel shows you, you know, how people live on life. How set are you in your your ways? How set are you in in your in your belief system? How do you even know any other reality, unless you go to other countries and and experience life there? And you can't judge it from the outside. You have to actually have to go. And I think that's a, a really a really important thing. I mean. Just Americans, I know for a fact, I've read many times, that uh, your average American never leaves 500 miles from where they're born. And that's just that's just crazy. You don't never having, I don't know what it's lack of curiosity. You know, we're supposed to be the richest nation in the world. Well, I don't, I don't see that. Much. But, yeah, the people that have the money do travel. But still, you can travel and you can do things however you can make it happen. And uh, it's so worth stirring it up. You know, especially people I know in the inner cities, they never left it because they're so trapped within. But if you get out and see reality, it'll blow your mind. It'll open your mind. That's important, yes. All right. So it's like letting go of the shore to find new land, getting out in the ocean and letting go and saying goodbye to that land and doing it. And no, it's not easy. It's not easy at first. But it's that letting go and going out on a limb that allows the outside to come in and provide for you. And the benefits, it gives you space to think outside the system for a change. Break the mind control, which we're going to talk a lot about on this, this show, the mind control. And it's healing, and it gives you a better understanding of freedom. And then once you do have a better understanding of freedom, you also do see the control system for what it really is. And 
it's important to understand. That's why I bring up the nomadic hunter-gatherers and they, they and how they operate. And, uh, yeah, so you get a better understanding of freedom. You get faith in the miraculous and the divine because you, you know that if you go out, you'll be caught. You won't you, – you, the universe, the creator will catch you, and, you know, you won't fall. You will keep going. And it, and it just takes that those first little steps. So the journey is a real important solution to help wake others up. And uh, like at Double A said on our on our last show, Double um, A was was taken. You know, we need to get back to the land for our survival. It's not it's not a it's not a like a choice. Like maybe I'm going to get back to land someday. No, we need to do it now, and that's an important thing. So we need to get out into nature, and and. And and once you do, it gets you to no longer want to participate in this enslavement. And that's what we need to do. That is the biggest solution. If everyone said, whoa, what are we doing? Why are we participating in this? Most of the problems on earth would fall. And, and of course, we don't have answers for everything, but this is a solution to to some things. And I, I, I encourage even anybody who, who already knows everything I'm talking about to, that hasn't done it, do it. Go on a journey. Go go out on a journey. So um, that's that's just a lot I have to say on that for part one of the journey home. But I think that there is um, a lot more to, to go about and talk about, and that's why we're going to have Freeman on, and um, we'll have some others talk about this as well. And and we have the choice to make the change, as Brother Frankie said in the last in the last show. And we have the choice to to do these things. We don't have to be to, to have, just choose to do the reality nine eight to five. We we have the choice to make this change. So it is within us. We do have the ability. So we need to wise up and rise up. Well, on this topic. Um, I've been on this topic for a long time, The Journey Home, and I thought I would share with you one of my songs um, because I am a lyricist. I've been doing um, my my lyricism for a long time, and this song is from 02, 2002, um, giving you a little a little taste of, of what I put together from some journeys, and uh, I'll be right back with you, so enjoy the song. Before we go on, let me explain the next part of our trip. It's eating your consciousness. It's the feeling that bothers you when the ground is up above you. You don't chance from all the struggles of the repetition, broken, falling deep in monotony. So receptive to the feelings, so hectic are the feelings of the feelings without meaning. No redeeming value that allows you to feel the bits of the system, gives you teeny ounces, keeps you malnutrition to try to fix it. You're searching for something above and beyond, but something is wrong. So you sit back and kick it, but a six pack and slip it got to reacting to different. What happened to getting so happy when Tiffany a satisfied image? We're gratified living the life you live, but times have changed around. The excitement tapered down, now it's time to break on out of this vapor cloud. Hiker, take your brows through the jungles of force, or to the nearest sacred ground in the symbol of the soul. Echo the thoughts that got you off in the search to emerge to have our cause or purpose, cause it's and God awaits you But some that often breaks you With visions and observations For instructions to rely It's nice to find a link that goes Beyond the carnal mind A way that we control It's a point where it's an issue Cause what's been given to you Is a choice to discontinue And the voice that lives within you Says see past what you see past To freak you out Cause it seems past what you see past So see it out 
We are nomadic, we're not supposed to be stagnant We got to leave behind baggage so don't grow But once we get past it all in the universe catches us We get back on the path of our own soul it's seizing your consciousness, it's a feeling that bothers you When the ground is up above you, these are shots from all the struggles Of the repetition, victims falling deep in monotony So receptive to the feelings, cause so hectic are the dealings To remain the same way, when the daily grind is wasting time Cause life is blurry, so gonna worry, stop the fight to stay inspired And you feel so fucking tired, to are always so inside Who there's a lot to pick and find, human imaginary lines Through to keep us in and sinking in the pitfalls and grooves We falling in, got swallowed in, and then stop confusion Saying, how did I trip so far? You need to take a trip like car, hitchhike, walk, it might cost Just a small expense Though. If you're lost at the end of your rope, or if you haven't seen it to go with the choice of being nomadic, taking trips and boys or planet, it's nice to open up your eyelids. Don't be afraid to fly through a slumber of horizon. Be like Cain and Kung Fu, there's so much that resides if you rise and escape to see a world on a bigger level. Yeah, it'll make you think and emerge from imprisoned shackles. Just laughing, advancing, then glancing back and having closer shock. And that's a slap of an answer, but that's the fact of the manner when fantasizing and sacrificing with the trips to go beyond. We are nomadic, we're not supposed to say stagnant. We got to leave behind that answer, don't grow. But once we get past it all in the universe catches us We get back on the path of our own soul Beat by DJ Charlie Chaz Departures Well, yes, that was uh, that was um, back in 2002, and that was uh, just kind of my my take on 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 the journey. And I hope you enjoyed that track. Um, that my music is available if you're interested. It, it is on. You can email me at stayrootsmusic@gmail.com, and I can always ship out the actual CD. I'm trying to do that rather than have it download. Um, I really feel like it's important to get the CD still. Um, just my my old school take on on this new school reality of of just pressing play, but actually having the album artwork and having all that with you and 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 uh, supporting the artist um, in more of a way than than just downloading. So if you'd like to support me. Um, I, I uh, would really appreciate I um, have CDs for sale $11 uh, for Waking the Systemites Which is uh, a fairly now old CD With a collection of songs that I've been able to do But music is something I have to put on the back burner Most of the time But I'm trying to re-resurrect that again And start doing music And if you are interested in, in uh, uh, live performances You can also email me at stayrootsmusic at gmail dot com. Me and DJ Nobody, we could give you a real good show, and uh, like to I like to get the music out there as well. That's something I've been doing for a very long time, and uh, well, it's it's hard to really put that emotion at times, but uh, I would like to. So yeah, so if you have any any time any comments or or any sort of thing, email me. And yeah, I don't do Facebook, Tracebook. I don't do all that stuff. So if you want to get a hold of me, you got to go email. That's as far as I go. Stayrootsmusic at gmail.com. I will be setting up a website in the future. Uh, but for now, this is what we do. And so, yeah, I was hoping to have some callers on this show. I don't know how many people listening live. 
Um, but if you are listening and you would like to call in, the number again is 347 324 3342. And uh, like, I've enjoyed to hear from you. I'd like to know who's out there listening. I, I see that we do have a lot of listeners, but mostly through the archives. So um, that's fine if you would like to continue listening to the archives. I'm going to set it up to where you can download it on iTunes soon. Uh, that's make it a little maybe easier. But anyway, I would really appreciate to hear some feedback. And, and uh, you know, this show is just beginning. So we do have, a, you know, I have a, a couple of shows I mentioned earlier. We had... Show one, and that's kind of just uh, just introducing myself. And show episode two was uh, with our, our brother Sun Talk, good show to listen to. And he was a, a qigong practitioner and a very important awake mind. He has a lot to say. We'll have him back on. And then last time a roundtable chant down with brothers Double A and Frankie, and we're going to do that again soon too. So um, yeah, this, this is just the beginning of it all. But uh, this is all about the journey. It's uh, this this uh, podcast, the journey home, and I think that we really need to to focus on that. So we'll we'll get it into that in 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 uh, many ways to continue to dissect dissect the the life we live in, so we can find a way out. Because no, things are not good on the planet. You you can you can say well my life's pretty good and I live a pretty good life and be thankful and 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 that is important but we also really need to look at the negative and see that yeah things aren't going to be good in a while and we need to uh, kind of be aware of that I would say some people don't think so but yeah you know fear fear takes over people when i talk about and i'm not a doomsdayer i'm trying to give positive out of the negative but we're positively focusing on the negative apophatic looking at the 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 bad and and separating it from the good but see fear takes us out of the present moment of awareness and brings us to ego-based consciousness so when you get, you know, in the fear of, uh, oh, no, you know, I don't want to think about the control system and all that. Well, I don't think we should always focus on the control system, as um, talked about in Episode 2. But we also need to, um, at the same time, understand our position so we can find the way out. And, you know, awareness of the New World Order stuff is is empowerment. It helps us wake up so we can see what's been done to us. Yeah, the info is scary, but we must not respond with fear. It it, it must come from awareness. I guess we need to know our, our real position as humans so we can look for that exit out. So you cannot respond with fear to something that is already fear-based. You know, we just have to grow up a little bit and have a little personal responsibility, and that's humanity in general. You know, I could go on and on, and I will in future shows, but uh, for now, that is, I think, just some important things to think about. Well, I guess uh don't have any callers. Uh, everybody's at work. That's what it is. Everybody's at work, and later they'll probably listen to this show. But uh, for now on, most shows, I'm going to have callers. Um, I might even just do an all-call-in show. I've already had people email me about this. So if you guys are out there listening, give you the number one more time. 
347-324-3342. Chant it down radio. Um, you know, is there anybody out there chanting down Babylon? Well, I hope so. I know, I know, I, I have some friends that do, and and uh, yeah, that's that's kind of our only hope. Start chanting it down. Start uh, start waking people up. So, you know, we we will cover a wide variety of topics on this show, and it's going to be a bit scattershot. Um, We'll, we'll kind of hit here and there, but we're going to have some themes and topics that we're going to focus on, and, and we're going to flesh them out and try to get um, a wide variety of guests. You'll be really surprised who I'm going to have on this show. I'm going to have quite a few people that are, are well-known in, 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 many, in many ways, and, uh, yeah, they're willing to come on and express themselves on this platform and chant it down. And uh, you can, too, if you want to call in. Chant down Babylon. Send it down. Well, all right. Well, all right. So I guess uh, this show is this going to be an archive show, episode four. Um, hope you guys enjoy it, and we'll continue to work with what we have for solutions. There's going to be a lot of health solutions on this show. The show will will uh, will go over you know things you can do, realistic things and and some of the things like I was saying earlier, we don't have the solutions to problems that are bigger than any of us really can solve, but we can do what we can from our corner and that's what we can do. We can work from this here and uh, see what we can do about it. Well, sounds like I'm out of here. Hope all of you have a good week. And until we meet again, chant it down. We chant down Babylon to the fullest degree on this show, and we will continue to do so. And uh, 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 much love to the 28th Street crew. That's an important part of the, the history of my life. My my brothers out there doing their thing now. Uh, we used to do music as and as a crew, and, and uh, you know that without them, wouldn't be doing it today. I'm the last survivor, I believe, in this doing the music, but we we still uh, I still give much love to the 28th Street crew, um, everybody in life that has influenced me, all my loved ones, all the people around listening. Much love to you, blessings to your life, and chant, keep chanting it down.
my focus is stronger. Boundaries are broken in progress. How you think depends on how caught up. Doubt your dreams defeat your high calling. Boundaries high within the green forest. Now it's time for us to move toward it. Outright here, you know you get farther. People beyond. Are you awake now?